Episode 72 of the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from our massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And last year, Aaron and I dipped our toes into the NoSQL database waters. We kind of, you know, what was going on in that space. And the feedback from our listeners has been very, very strong. They want to know more about the space. They want to know about the technology, the companies that are shaping it. And today, we're very lucky. We're uh, we're joined today by Offer Bengal, who's co-founder and CEO of Guarantee Data, who's a, a new startup in the NoSQL in-memory data space. Um, Ofer, welcome to the show. Glad, great to have you on. Hi, thanks, Brian. Good morning, and I'm very excited to be here today as we announce the uh, general availability of our NoSQL uh, cloud services. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's great to be here. Very good. So, uh, so you guys are a, a startup. Give me, a, give me a little bit of background. You guys are a startup based out of out of Israel. Um, you know, you're very, very spoke, focused on the on the NoSQL space around Redis and Memcache. Give us a little bit of background about the company, about your background, and and the types of things that that uh, that Guarantee Data tries to solve for uh, for database developers and application developers. Sure, Brian. Well, basically, we deal with uh, the fastest NoSQLs, which are those NoSQLs entirely served from RAM memory. Uh, we are talking about 100,000 transactions per second at sub-millisecond latencies, and you need a very specific background and, and expertise when you are going to do that. Uh, so we both come from the uh, um, uh, high-tech uh, space in Israel. Uh, I started a company in the 90s, which I took public at NASDAQ in 97, and then I started another, another company, which was sold to uh, one of the large companies uh, in the telecom area, my partner, Yiftach, started a company uh, by the name of Crescendo Networks, which was eventually sold to F5. Uh, all our team come from companies who dealt with, uh, uh, you know, uh, very high-speed networks, you know, companies such as F5, uh, Crescendo, Cisco, etc. Okay. Uh, and they are used to deal with, with you know, those uh, very high throughputs and, 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 and low latencies. Now, we uh, met when I was uh, a board member at Crescendo, and then after we both were freed from our previous engagement, we decided to take this experience and leverage it in, in this new area of high-speed uh, databases, uh, NoSQL databases. Okay. So... You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, one, one of the things that we found uh, as, as we've done the show quite a bit is, you know, cloud and, and the distributed nature of cloud, where you can run applications, where you can consume them from, is, is really changing kind of architectures and it's changing how people can develop applications. We've seen, um, you know, companies that, you know, are focused in the security space and, and billing and, and all these things that you can begin to wrap around, um, you know, cloud applications. Uh, the database space is a little bit different because you've got to be right where the information is. You've got to be right near the data. Uh, you, you deal with speed of light issues. What is it? What does a typical um, guarantee a data environment look like? I mean, wh how, where do you? Where would people deploy uh, your services? You know, the the memcache and Redis that you deploy. Wh where did they expect? Where do you expect the data to be? What's what does that environment typically look like? Well, basically, we serve companies who host 
their applications on clouds. In other right. words, it is not suitable for companies who use their own data, data centers and then may wish to store some of the stuff over the cloud. Okay. So uh, we offer the service uh, basically at the same data center as that where the user uh, would host uh, the application servers in order to avoid any network latencies. Uh, so today we offer the service in many data centers of the Amazon cloud, as well as a few data centers of the uh, Microsoft Azure cloud. Okay. And the user, basically one of the first thing that, things that he will do when, when, when hooking to the service would be to tell us to select which data center is used by their application servers, and we will serve from the same data center. Okay, so you can you can align to various uh, Amazon availability zones and regions, um, and and I assume there's there's ways you can get as close to those servers running the applications as possible uh, through through the way that you guys set things up. Exactly, okay. exactly. This is what we do, and uh, you know one of the challenges, by the way, was how to uh, identify the exact uh, uh, availability zone because, you know, uh, your availability zone and my availability zone, even uh, they may be, uh, you know, called uh, uh, 1A or 1B are not necessarily the same physical zone. So right. we, you know, developed method of identifying the exact location of the user's uh, application servers and so on and so forth. Okay. Now, you guys aren't, aren't necessarily a, a database company per se as much as you, you really provide sort of what I would consider kind of value-add or the, 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 the things around the database that are going to optimize it for performance and tooling. So you're, you're specifically focused around Memcached and Reddit. What, what do you guys do that's unique uh, for those two technologies? Because they have been around for a little while, although they, they are still very new and the, the skill set around them is still very new. What, what's, what do you guys do that's unique about those or what problems do you solve for, for Redis and Memcache deployments? Okay, first of all, we are talking here about open source databases yep. and uh, the, the open source community of, of, of Redis, for example, is very, very active. By the way, it's sponsored by VMware. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, what we do basically is on the system level. In other words, we solved uh, problems which are not solved by the open source community and those are, for example, with Redis, you are limited in scalability. You cannot grow your data set beyond the single master server. And this is a real limitation. Mm -hmm. uh, you have also issues when writing to disk, if you would like to, you know, uh, uh, to, back, um, to back up and to have everything in persistent storage. Mm -hmm. This will degrade the uh, performance of your application. And this is another problem with those two databases. In addition, we are talking about a very unstable performance. I mean, the performance of uh, Redis and Memcached, which is very, very fast to begin with, is very sensitive to things such as the load on your application, the load on neighboring applications, the size of the uh, virtual servers you use, and many other things. And one of the things that we do is make sure that you have the best performance and a stable performance under all circumstances. Okay. Now, and, and most importantly, we offer what we call true high availability, which means that uh, we offer interzone replication, which means that you can replicate your data set within the same data center. So if a node fails, uh, you do not lose 
uh, any data, and the data um, uh, flow is uninterrupted. I mean, your, your application actually does not know about this uh, node failure. And also, uh, we have something which is called multi-zone replication, which means that if the entire data center uh, is, is out, uh, we can uh, serve your application from a replica of your data set in another data center. And this is something which is extremely important. Yeah, in absolutely. addition, we are, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, that, in addition, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, in addition, we offer uh, um, you know uh, 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 very simple backups, so you can remotely backup your data set with a mouse click, and also import your data set uh, from remote uh, in case of failure. And uh, practically, this is uh, a very uh, sophisticated, sophisticated way of data portability where you can uh, move your data set between data centers, between clouds, and so on and so forth. Okay. And so, uh, you know, these are the type of things, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, especially with, um, you know, and we never we never try and sort of highlight when, when clouds have failures, but the reality is, you know, various clouds do have failures, an availability zone has a failure, a, a, a region has a failure. So, I mean, if you're, if you're bringing that value to the marketplace where... It, people can start thinking about how do I back up, how do I protect, how do I create high availability. I mean, that in and of itself beyond the performance is a huge thing because we, we see over and over again applications that go down when a segment of a cloud fails, even though they think they've, they've got the, the availability stuff right. So that, that's very, very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And moreover, you know, uh, all, the, all the operational issues today are handled by developers as opposed, I mean, when it comes to the cloud, mm -hmm. as opposed to the uh, enterprise world or to the traditional world where everything was handled by IT departments. Right. And, uh, you know, these uh, developers or DevOps, as you call, as we call them today, there is nothing more than they hate. I mean, th th they hate than, than dealing with all those uh, operational issues such as, you know, adding nodes, uh, uh, removing nodes, clustering, scaling, uh, upgrading software, um, you know, recovering from failures and all that stuff. Yeah, all that and, operational and one stuff. Of the th exactly. And what we do is basically freeing, completely freeing them from all those activities um, our services are built in a way that once you register and connect your application uh, to our services, uh, there is nothing more than you need to do ever. I mean, except if you want to look at your dashboard and see metrics, statistics, etc. Other than that, there is nothing else you need to do. Uh, the service will automatically take care of all the operational tasks as you know, um, as as recovering from failures and 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 out of scaling and you know all those things, all that is done fully automatically. Okay, okay. Now, obviously, uh, what the, the service that you provide, um, you know, there's a there's a ton of intellectual property around operationally how you provide it, how you provide, you know, the failover and auto scaling. How much how much do you have to expose? Uh, to developers so that they have a sense of that? Or is, is all, of, all of those sort of advanced capabilities you have, are they basically uh, invisible to the, to the developer, to the application? You just you, you deal with it behind the scenes, sort of like uh, the way people uh, well, talk about we, platform as a service is today. Well, we do both things. In, okay. in other words, you know, we are great contributors to the open source of uh, Redis and Memcached. Okay. Uh, so we share some of the things that we developed internally with the community.
and uh, how, how to handle all the operational issues, we keep it as our proprietary um, technology today uh, when it comes to the world of databases, which is database as a service. And the meaning of that is, you know, uh, there are many databases around and, and, and many NoSQL databases, and there are some companies, and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't uh, name those, but uh, there are some companies who offer what is called commercial support for open source databases, sure. whereby the user will use the open source uh, database, and that commercial company would, you know, whenever he gets into issues, problems, etc., they will try to help him and provide him with uh, sometimes uh, uh, additional pieces of uh, complementary software, etc. We use another, I mean, we took another approach, which is the database as a service approach, which in a way is commercial support because, you know, you free uh, the user from all the, the issues, but it's much more. I mean, Beside giving, uh, providing a fully automated service, on the way you also, you also, uh, you know, um, uh, free him from, from the need uh, to do, to have a commercial support because we are the commercial support. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, that, and, that's, and that's very powerful. I mean, I think, you know, beyond the, the, the power of the technology that, that you're providing, I, I think it, it, it's always interesting to us when we start to see people build these kind of hybrid companies, hybrid business models. And I, and I think, you know, it sounds to me like what you're doing is not only providing very, very powerful technology, but, but you're also providing this bridge between, um, you know, developers, the sort of DevOps style of operation, which is still, you know, very new and very complicated for people to sort of figure out. And then, you know, just kind of pure uh, expertise in terms of support and so forth. I mean, you you very much provide a a value in that service that says, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to help your application. That's absolutely the, the key. But the other things that you do in terms of the expertise you've got in terms of, uh, you know, bridging you know, sort of development and operations, uh, helping them make sure they've got that, you're active in the community so people know who you are, they can find you. All those things are very, very powerful, and they're they're kind of a kind of a hybrid from what a traditional database company would provide or a traditional sort of services type of systems integration company. And that's I think where we're starting to see more and more need in this marketplace is is people that that are very very good at filling in between the lines, but to have deep technology expertise, whether they deliver it or whether they uh, they're they're adding to it. Absolutely, and you also mentioned, um, uh, you know, new business models, etc. And yep. here also, you know, we come, we come up with something fresh, which is uh, a pay-as-you-go pricing model. Well, today, if if a user uh, deploys by, by, you know, if the user will deploy by themselves uh, a database like Redis or Memcached, they will rent uh, a virtual machine from the cloud provider. Mm-hmm. They will take uh, the, uh, you know, the open source software, upload it on it, and then when they run out of memory, they will rent another server and so on and so forth. This means that most times you are over provisions because once you rent a new server, it's still empty and you do not need all that capacity. So, you know, on average, you always run with around, you know, 50% uh, uh, of the capacity of the, of the server as, you know, that you don't need. Now, with our business model, we charge according to the actual uh, size of the user's data set, which means that you pay only for what you consume and you, you know, you do not, uh, uh, 
Uh, no you avoid the, the t- this typical over-provisioning of these expensive uh, RAM resources. Right. Uh, that, that's, so, that's powerful. You know, that's, that's, that's very important these days. One last question, because I know you're, you're obviously very busy. You're, you're kicking things off. You're getting the product out the door. Um, one last question for, for sort of developers that are out there in this space or certain industries. Are, are, you, are you trying to, to cover kind of horizontally across a lot of different types of applications or different industries? Or do you find, I mean, obviously this is high speed, high performance, um, you know, large data sets, but do you find certain applications early on that, that you're targeting the most or that tend to work the best with the, the value that, that Guarantia brings to the, to the table? Well, basically, you know, we will try to uh, convince everyone who uses Redis or Memcached for whatever use case, uh, you know, uh, they use it for to use our services because, you know, it's better than the do-it-yourself approach. Okay. Now, uh, if you look at the market, who is using Redis and Memcached? So it started by, you know, with very specific uh, use cases like caching and, you know, uh, um, timelines, stuff like that. But today you find it all over the place. So you find companies, I would say that, you know, what we hear in the industry is that most new applications uh, would use uh, a set of three different databases, uh, the traditional MySQL relational databases, which have been around for years. Uh, this is number one. And then MongoDB, which is a NoSQL databases, which also is very, very popular, and Redis. Okay. Redis is, you know, in, in just three to, to four years, has become one of the most, uh, you know, uh, popular uh, databases uh, and, and obviously, uh, you know, one of the top two or three uh, NoSQL databases. Yeah, so absolutely. everyone who uses that horizontally is, is a potential customer of ours. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, listen, uh, I know you're very, very busy. Uh, folks, we're, we're out of time for this week. Um, Ofert, thank you so much for the time today. Where can people go to learn more about, about Guarantee of Data or where will they you know, could they expect to see you out and about in the marketplace if they want to come up and talk to you and, and talk about opportunities and, and ways to work together? The easiest way would be to hook on to uh, com, and then you can find all the information and how to reach us and how to talk to us, etc. We are also available on uh, three platforms as a service, the Heroku Upfog and Up Harbor platforms. So there again, you can a- enter the add-on section of those uh, platforms as a service and find our Redis Cloud or Memcached Cloud uh, services. Okay, very very cool. Well, listen, uh, thank you again so much for the time, folks. Uh, we're out of time for the day or for for this show. Uh, again, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. You can always follow us on cl- on, on Twitter at thecloudcast.net, on the web, and, and all the social media outlets. So, again, uh, Ofer, thank you so much for your time, uh, folks. You know, I hope this is the type of things that, as we get more and more into the NoSQL space and to sort of the the larger web scale cloud database space, this is the types of content and and uh, companies and, and leaders out there that you guys are looking for. So uh, thank you so much and uh, have a great day.